With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. All right. All right. All right. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Here's In the Bonus with Doug Gottlieb. What up? Doug Gottlieb Show in the bonus here on Fox Sports Radio. We got a, a, a lot of things that I want to cover on this. We got a really good what the Fox said. Of course, we'll figure out. Exactly what's annoying uh, Jason Stewart, um, but let's um, <clears throat> let's let's do the thing that we do, which is we react to the reaction of people reacting to the podcast, right? Is that Jason? Is that about right? Like it's it's I I actually find I have a different perspective on a lot of things than a lot of people. I think that's why I've stayed gainfully employed. Uh, it's an educated perspective, but it's a different perspective. So when. Uh, was it two days ago? I think I shared the story. It was like the 10 year anniversary of my dumbass comment on, uh, on CBS, right? Or was I, I, I trying to crack a joke? Monday. Or, I uh, think it was Monday. It was Monday. Uh, yeah. So it was two days ago. Yeah. Yep. Right. I'm just, I just want to make sure that I got my days, my days correct. Um, anyway, so, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's like one of those, this, this is a lot like, like I had an Andrew Luck tweet, right? And, um, uh, my perspective on the Andrew Luck tweet is like a lot of people said positive things, negative things, funny things, whatever, for whatever reason. And maybe it's I've told people I have the ability to piss people off and they seem to care um, when I said what Andrew Luck uh, retiring because rehabbing an ankle injury is too hard is the most millennial thing ever. Right. And people freaked out. And there was a, it became a, actually in many ways, as big a story as Andrew Luck, who's a great player actually retiring early. So um, I, I point that out because I actually take it as kind of a cool thing that, that uh, I told this story in retrospect uh, on Monday, only because 
apps. People had messaged me about it. People had tweeted about it, whatever. And this is, and anyway, enough people picked it up to where I felt like I, you know, I felt like the podcast on Monday suddenly became a, some, somewhat of a discussion point for some people. Right. I look at that as a good thing. That means lot millions of people have podcasts. People actually pay attention to mine. Right. Um, even if they claim to not like my style or whatever, it's fine. So Greg Giannotti is uh, he's uh, the co-host of uh, Boomer and Geo. That's in the morning on WFAN in New York. And for people who don't know, and they, I think you can get their stuff on. Um, is it audience? Is that what's called? No, Odyssey. Odyssey. Excuse me. Just want to make sure. Odyssey. Um, so somebody sent me a clip, a friend of mine who lives in New York, sent me a clip of them talking about me telling the story. They were talking about me talking about the story of the dumbass white man's perspective, uh, joke. Right. And what I had mistakenly said was that, uh, Greg Giannotti was, uh, co-hosting with Brian Jones and I had, been on their show after my show and then gone and did TV. And uh, what I said was again, like some of it was picked up a little bit. Uh, you know, people don't always listen to the audio. Somebody listened to the audio, picked it up, wrote about it. And then they took the quotes and, you know, Gio was like, Giannotti goes by Gio. And <clears throat> he, he was like, I wasn't even there yet. Oh, you got, you got the sound. All right. Here's, here's Greg Giannotti. Here are my issues with this. One, I wasn't there. He didn't try the joke out on me. This was 2013 before the incident. I wasn't even there. Two, he is placing blame now on whoever he told this to to stop him and go, don't do that on the set. I would say this. Now, he could have said it to Brian Jones because Brian Jones was here. He was. And he probably said it to Brian Jones. And just so everybody understands, most athletes that have played in locker rooms and all this other crap, yeah, they would deal in humor like this. And Brian and I did all the time. Right, right. So you're going to deal in humor quite like this, and you're going to be saying crap like this to each other. Of course. And and, and I'm sure, like, you know, maybe those guys up on the set, I don't rem- I re- kind of remember a little bit about this. Look, Charles Barkley says all sorts of crazy things. Right. And, you know, gets away with whatever he wants to say, which is fine. You know, Doug Doug Gottlieb said this. I would think he would probably laugh at it because it's probably a locker room joke. Sure. Right. And I'm not saying that this is the worst thing that he could have said. The issue that still hanging on still hanging on. The issue that I have is is he's he's using me saying that he tried it out on me and and that I found it hilarious. But I should have stopped him. Okay, so. Full disclosure. First of all, I I think um, uh, Boomer gets it right. Like, wasn't smart to say on TV, but um, a way in which you come across is again. It's like it's like the way in which I think most of you talk with your buddies, as opposed to what you would actually say on TV, are two very very different things, right? And maybe that's the look. There's obviously a disconnect in my brain where I didn't stop myself and go like, this is not really a good idea. Right. It's not. But and I I don't need to replay the audio of my pod on my pod. But I believe what I likened it to was when your tie is askew and people tell you after the segment is done, like, hey, dude, your tie is off. Whereas in this case, it was Chris Moore. And I've known Chris forever. 
Um, here's Chris Moore, one of, and I think, and Gio's a good dude. I have no issue with him. And I, the reason I thought it was Gio and Jones, cause that's the show that I remember. And they did, they that was like a constant laugh track. They were just funny. Uh, but before that it was Chris Moore and, uh, and Brian Jones. And I don't know if you guys know Brian Jones, he's freaking hysterical. And again, he's one of these guys. He says, he said, whatever the hell he wants to say. And it it really is kind of a true look inside, like what a locker room feels like, which, by the way, is why former athletes are hired. Just so we're aware. Right. Like, that's the crazy part about it is we hire former athletes on TV and radio. And then when they act like former athletes too much, we're like, dude, you shouldn't have acted like a former athlete too much because we're not the world's the world's much more sensitive. And this is 10 years ago. But my point was not that I'm placing any blame on anybody else. I realize I'm responsible for anything else. But I literally got done doing my show at six o'clock. Their show was on like six to nine. I walk over in their studio and I tried it out on them. And then I said, I'm going to try. I'm using that upstairs. And like, I just I wish somebody would have gone like, don't do that. That would be really dumb (laughs) because it was really dumb. And I'm not hung up on it. I, I think that one of the things that's amazing and this is and Boomer can also, I think, attest to it is most guys are athletes. We know like we make mistakes. You go. It's like I tell kids when I coach basketball, like you're going to make mistakes. You're going to miss shots. You're going to miss an assignment. You're going to. But do you quit on the play or do you go and try and get it back? Right. That's the basketball mentality is because in basketball, we have two ends of the floor. If you screw up on one end, go get it back from me on the other end. Right. And so that's kind of my mentality. So no, I'm not even in the, in the slightest bit caught up on it. But I think other people do. They, that's what you, know, you get labeled by. I, I honestly think that probably hurt me at CBS where, where there was a certain like, well, what's he going to say here? Where uh, here, here's a, I had a friend who, one of the executives was like, look, I, I love you. I think you're great and smart and funny and exactly what we need. But there are people that, they think, hey, we don't know what you're going to say next. And I was like, well, isn't that the whole idea of having somebody on TV? Like that's the, you don't want to, you don't want to know what somebody's going to say before they say it. But some people like that sort of thing. I don't know. There's a safety in it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, this is me telling Greg Giannotti, dude, my bad. I had the wrong dude. Um, you're funny. Chris Moore's funny. I've known Chris Moore since my first time up at ESPN. Uh, he used to co-host game night. Uh, that was the show that I broke into. Uh, in in some ways, I guess I would say I replaced Chris Moore. That's how good a guy he is. He knew I had nothing to do with him being. He was with. Um, uh, he was with Chuck Wilson, who became my partner. Um, but Chris has always been a great dude to me. Whether you know he know he understands the business. We just move on to try and find the next place. Anyway, so it was Chris Moore and Brian Jones. And I'm not placing blame on them for me saying something stupid and I'm not caught up on it. I just was trying to give people, just try and tell the story. I, yes, Chase, too. Can we drill down on what Boomer was saying? Um, Boomer basically said, you know, this kind of talk is, is often, often goes on in the locker room. And, you know, we all kind of get that. Um, and I think his, his point was there's stuff you could say in the locker room that you probably can't say on national TV, especially on CBS, which plays it safer, I think, than, than most broadcast entity so my thing is this when you just said don't you want somebody who's a little unpredictable a little maybe even uh, unhinged or or a wild card on the on the air I would generally say yes and 
this is where when Boomer says Charles Barkley has said a lot of things, I want to say Charles Barkley has literally said, this is why I hate white people. I think he has said that before on the air, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then he said a whole bunch of other stuff. But he always gets the, uh, well, that's Charles being Charles. You know, he there's there, he's the great exception in our business. And for you, maybe the new guy that was just kind of hired into this, you, you weren't going to be given even close to that much uh, grace or, I guess, what do you call it? Honeymoon period, right? Sure. Sure. No, I, I'm look, and there's a, there's, I think a lot more that you're, you're right. Uh, that seat was already taken by, by Charles. And yeah, I, th- I think some of it, I mean, if we really want to get into it, I, there were other places in time in which I was, when I was with CBS, I, I asked one of the guys and I genuinely like those people, you know, um, I got no issues there. But I, I, I kind of thought, you know, you just think like, well, I'd worked for 10 years in the business. You guys sought me out, hired me. I don't know. I was just being me, you know, and uh, there's no question that part of I, I would I would be honest and tell you working for CBS doing games. I became the best version of myself because I had to tinker with what I did, because when you're at ESPN and you're doing games like a late night game on an ESPN two. The only people watching those games have money on them or are hardcore fans, right? So when you're at CBS doing games, you get a lot more mainstream. It was like I had a producer friend very early on tell me, like, listen, it's CBS. It's a Saturday afternoon, okay, on the East Coast. Somebody's got kids running around. They got the game on the background. Like, you you can't be as in-depth and detailed and kind of basketball, college basketball talk because you're assuming that people watching this game know everything you're talking about. Don't assume, which is a big radio thing, like don't assume. And so I think it really helped me refine. And I had a guy, I'll give him a shout out, Steve Karasik, who worked with me on, on calling games. And I thought it really, really helped. Um, but I'll, I'll give you an example. This is a real example. So um, I think it was my last year there. My last year there. We did a, a show and North Carolina... Uh, This was the year that North Carolina lost to Villanova on the last second shot. And even if you go back to the previous year, like I was higher on North Carolina than anybody else was. And I kind of saw this whole thing come together, which eventually a year later ended up in a national championship game where they hit a game tying shot only to be outdone by a game winning shot by Chris Jenkins. And again, in true perspective, like I actually think Roy Williams was an awesome college coach. Um, and we had a fun back and forth over me having my shorts on backwards when I played against him at Kansas. So we did a show and they're playing Miami on national TV and they're up like 10 at half. And this is when they were still doing the, they hadn't yet got the ruling on the no show class thing. Right. Which if you know anything about it, it was a university wide. It wasn't just basketball. There's I, I don't like there's no reason to go up all, all up into it. But it did drag on and on and on and on. And, and it kind of, it was like a running gag in college basketball. You know, when they wouldn't show up, you know, people say, well, it's just like class. They don't show, you know, so. So we're at halftime and I did a breakdown of two different defensive sequences, one in which start of the game. They're not really in tune. The second of which, like they get two straight steals and two straight dunks. And now they have a lead. 
And during the first part, I go like, hey, sometimes North Carolina plays like it's a no-show class. Sometimes, you know, and, and, and then, then all of a sudden we switch to the good video. And then other times they play national championship caliber defense. And then I round it off with like, look, it, it really comes down to this with North Carolina. Like they have all the pieces. You got a Hall of Fame coach. It comes down to will they lock in defensively? If they do, there's no reason they can't win a national championship. So fast forward to a day later. And there was a one of the bosses was like, listen, you can't say the no show class thing. North Carolina is really upset. And I said, well, okay, well, what did you think? You were in the control room. He's like, well, I laughed. I was like, isn't that why we're here? (laughs) Right? You got to chuckle like it's a halftime show in college basketball. Like the fact that you people remember the line, I gave you something on their team and I made you kind of laugh or at least smile or chuckle. And to North Carolina people, I made them pissed. Okay. Like at least there was some sort of emotional reaction to what was said at the half. I I'm with you. I think there's a value in that, but that's, that is not always shared. That's not always shared. Was it, you understand Jace? No, it makes perfect sense. You, you and I think alike, you know, Again, you can't be too colorful. You can't be too out there. You know, you got to still have the substance with it. But yeah, I mean, like the uh, if, if when people ask what you do, like I'm not a broadcaster. You know, and, and the reason you call it a color analyst is because you're giving color, something colorful, something interesting. And that's the challenge. So, yeah, I I'm I'm with you. I think it. I think uh, in in totality, that's the idea there. Whereas you you want to be interesting, you want to be memorable, you want to. For me, I want to bring somebody to some form of emotion when I give you a take or a thought or a breakdown. Whatever it can be, mad, it can be joy, it can be I'm intrigued. I don't want you to walk away going like I I took nothing away from that half. It's a challenge. It's really hard. You don't have a long time to talk. And I always thought I was pretty good at it. So, yes, I appreciate that. But not everybody thinks that way. You know, there are some, and again, this is not, I'm not labeling CBS or NBC or Fox or ESPN or any of those places, whatever. Again, this, and this is not usually universal to the place. It's more how you do it, right? Because, like, look, I would guess if you're an executive, you think to yourself, hmm, if I have a guy that might say something that I might not agree with, Maybe there's a chance that I get fired. Exactly. That's right? exactly it. If, Which you're, is, if you're compromising their job, then you're an issue. And that's why they don't take chances like that. Yeah. But it shouldn't because the upside, I think, is way, way, way greater. You know? And look, Charles is able to do it. He's a Hall of Famer. I'm not. Charles has been a massive, massive personality. Heck, he's going to have a, C, uh, a CNN show on politics? Yeah, I don't. Like, like I'm not in any way trying to equate myself to Barkley. But yes, I, I would have thought my role would be kind of Barkley-esque. That's what I was always sort of looking for, you know? And that's how I kind of tried to position myself there. But I, you, know, you try to, I, I think the real thing with just that line is, like, you don't have to try too hard. Like, when you try too hard, it's like when you swing too hard with a golf club, you're going to spray that one in the woods. When you try too hard at anything, when you just natural, and it was my first time working with them, and I, you know, like I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not gonna make excuses for it, but there's no question I was trying to be funny and trying to, you know, you just try too hard. That's it. 
So do you think I answered? Did I answer Geo's three things, which I think you only got to two, but three things. And I appreciate Boomer saying what he's saying. It's like, yes. And Boomer was always good to me. And so was Phil. So those guys are good dudes. And the best part about them is they get that athletes, all athletes at a high level, see the world just differently. And we sometimes struggle to adjust to being civilians. Hey, you can't say that. Why not? Well, it's because they don't say that. Why not? I don't know. Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds or... I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings pick six app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DOUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code DOUG only on DraftKings. Pick 6, the crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. Terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. Let's get to what the Fox said. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? Every day at this time of the Doug Gottlieb Show, here in the bonus on the iHeartRadio app, we play for you a portion of a previous show. We call it What Does the Fox Say? Uh, this is Shannon Sharp talking about the performance of Bronny James last night in the McDonald's All American game. 
Uh, he can shoot the ball at an elite level. Not good at an elite level. Uh, five of eight from three. He finished with 15 points. His last uh, triple put the West up 106-105. They ended up losing the game. But, Skip, you can see the improvement that this kid has made over the last several years. The only thing that his mom and dad could provide for him was resources. He has to put the work in. Absolutely. So let's not pretend like he's the only kid that parents had resources. But they didn't work as hard. You, you can see the improvement. At the end of the day, Skip, his dad can't play for him. He can't shoot the ball for him. He can't defend for him. No. He can't do anything except provide the resources and advice. It's up to Bronny to put the work in. And you can see that he's putting the work in. You can see the improvement that he's made. Skip, I, I, I can hear it now in barbershop where he ain't even belong there. Look at the little paltry numbers. But he showed last night. He belonged amongst the best because that is a, a, a the, the way he shot the basketball. He showed that he belonged at this level. He showed that he can go to the next level and compete at a very high level. Now, whether he stays one year, whether he stays two years, that remains to be seen. There's a lot there. Um, nobody has ever said he can't shoot. Um, I, look, I, I think he looks great shooting the basketball. He just didn't shoot the basketball that well or that much during his actual high school season, you know, and you have to take everything into context. It's like um, there's a kid named Caleb Foster who plays at uh, Sherman Oaks, Notre Dame. So too does Dusty Stromer. These are two kids that were first team all all league in his league. They played play against him four times, lost all four times, and they were better this year. Right? But that's, this is the problem on like national commentators that they don't follow everything like parachuting in and making a big judgment based upon the McDonald's all American game. Like he's not, he's in no way bad. No one's ever said he's not a good player. No one's ever said like his dad didn't, of course. And I've, I've been a big proponent of saying like, Hey, you have to have work ethic. A guy can be a gym rat, no matter what position he plays. It, a gym rat is a guy who's constantly working on his game. And Bronny is that. I, but I'm just telling you that he wasn't one of the top five players. Wasn't actually one. I think they had seven on the first team. Well, wasn't one of the top five players or prospects in his high school league. Now it's a very, very good league. It's a very good league. But there's just, he's just not consistently dominant at a high school level when physically, again, at a high school level, he's a grown man. At a high school level, he's a tremendous shooter. At a high school level, he can guard. If all of these things are true and elite, how come he didn't have an elite year or even a series of elite performances? They didn't happen. So and we can do the blame it on the coach or blame it on people. And some of it I actually think is he, you know, kids will they'll do one of two things. A lot of times they, you know, Lonzo Ball, for example, never been really an outspoken guy. Why? His dad always did all the talking for everybody. Always did the talking for everybody. Um, I think that there's a little bit of that with Bronny in that not his dad does the talking, but he knows everybody's got their, his, their eye on him. And he's so concerned with trying to play the right way that sometimes, especially in high school, you kind of got to say, F it. I'm just going to go and be me and I'm just going to go and take over. I'm an alpha this mother. And he hasn't really done that. He just hasn't. So, uh, you know, and I mean, just the fact that Shannon's like, well, you stay one or two years like, dude, 
This idea that he's going to be a one and done is crazy based upon how he played this, everything that's happened since last summer. He looked good. He hit five shot, five, five jump shots in the McDonald's all America game. If you think that makes him a top 10 prospect, then you really don't know how these things are evaluated. I think everybody walked away with the same kind of impression. And then there's the question of, all right, how does that translate to college? And what does he look like? Uh, what does he look like if he wants to go beyond college? You know, cause to be beyond college at his size, like six, two, right. He's got to be a backup point guard or a guard. You got to be able to guard four positions, which quickness wise he can, he's going to have to obviously add, add more strength. And then can you play the point? Can you, can you go get buckets? Can you change the tempo of a game? Look at the guys who are backup point guards or 6'2 in the NBA. That's the role that he's going to have to play. Is he Seth Curry? No. Now, he probably does a lot of things better than Seth Curry, but he doesn't shoot as well as Seth Curry. Not even close. But Seth Curry wasn't Seth Curry when he came out. Remember, originally went to Liberty. So who he can be and what he can be, it's going to determine. It's going to be based on what he does next, how his game evolves, what he builds himself into. Here's Dan Patrick talking about NBA ratings. Caitlin Clark is, you know, a wonderful player and probably making some good money at Iowa. And uh, she's the focal point of college basketball right now, the women's game. And if you go to the WNBA, why wouldn't those sponsors go with you? You'd still make that money. Your NIL would just transfer into the WNBA. Now, I know that she came on the show a couple of weeks ago and said, you know, I'd love to stay. You know, I've got one more year and, and maybe one more year after that. By the way, I got something for you here. Highest rated men's basketball game on ESPN this season. This is regular season. Duke and North Carolina. 2.8 million. Highest rated women's basketball game on ESPN this season. Now, this was in the tournament. It was Iowa and Louisville, 2.5 million people. Highest rated NBA game on ESPN this season. Regular season, Nick Celtics, 2.1 million. Now, there's a couple of things to it. Um, I haven't looked, okay, but I believe what ESPN's doing is they're putting in all the digital and everything ratings all, all together at once. And... Like, look, the reality is with NBA games, you have your local broadcasts. Um, I don't know in terms of the digital numbers, whatever. So in terms of the reality of those numbers and what is being sold, it's not always accurate. But here's what I will support the Caitlin Clark and women's basketball and the growth. It's obvious and it's tremendous. I watch the game. It's the third time in my life I have watched a women's game start to finish, and I enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, and I'm going to watch the semifinal when they play South Carolina and probably get beat because South Carolina's great on defense, and I'm guessing that they're going to lock her up. Right? But that's not the point. The point is this. This is the flaw the NBA makes, and this is the flaw that college bas- men's college basketball is making and needs to fix before you reach the point of no return. Okay. Jay Stu. Jay Stu. Yep. Can you name me one starter for Florida Atlantic? Negative. Nope. Okay. Can you name me a starter? How about, can you name me a starter for UConn? 
Negative. Iowa's taking on South Carolina. Can you name me one starter for Iowa? Caitlin Clark starts for Iowa. Correct. I think she's a starter. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, the, yes. She's, so, the, the point is this. Like, with men's college basketball, because guys are only at a place for a year sometimes. Like, we flip on. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I know. How about this one? Uh, Dan Beyer. Is, is Dan close to a mic? No, Dan's not in yet. We got, okay. uh, we got Chris Perfett in here. Okay, Chris. Can you name me one starter at Duke this year? Uh, no, and I probably should because I'm like a North Carolina fan. But no, I I couldn't. I, I I'll go it further. Other than Miller, I couldn't name you anyone who played in this NCAA tournament, except for the uh, K State kid whose name is already escaping me. But I only knew that because of the Michigan State game that he played in. Right. So th- there's there's just we used to have um you know Pat Ewing. And Danny Manning and these guys stay a bunch of time. And, you know, Michael Jordan stayed a couple years, stayed three years, right? So I understand that's changed. But now you take away that some of the biggest name coaches have retired, right? Bayheim's gone now. Roy Williams, Mike Krzyzewski, gone, gone, gone. So some of the, the biggest names. And then the players, you don't know, like, who is he? Where did he play? I've never heard of this guy. Now he's good. Or, and in the NBA... You know who's good. You know sometimes they play on, although they switch teams a lot more now, it seems like. But you never know if they're going to play. Whereas if I was on, Caitlin Clark's on. It really is that simple. That's how the human brain works. I want to know. I, I've talked about this before. Nobody likes surprises. Everybody says they like surprises. Oh, surprise me. Nobody actually likes surprises. Just give me a little heads up, right? I mean, likes walk. And especially when I'm going to scope out some time to watch a basketball game. If I don't know the particulars, how am I going to watch it? How am I going to watch it? And Caitlin Clark becomes a much must watch. Here's Craig Carton talking about his beloved New York Jets. We have gone 54 years without a Super Bowl title. And I saw the Rams sell their soul for a Super Bowl and they win did. it. And as did. a fan, put down, forget objectivity, forget journalism, mm-hmm. forget all that. As a fan... If you get the Super Bowl and you walk around with the chip, it's worth it. Okay. It's worth it. I have no problem going for it and trying to win a Super Bowl and then sucking again for 10 or 20, 30 years. I don't think they would suck because they have a lot of young talent, obviously. Mm -hmm. But what you're saying is right. The New York Jets are essentially saying we are all in to win a Super Bowl right now. And I love it. Oh. Woo! I yes. Cannot wait. Now, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, nope. of course, because they are the New York Jets. But conceptually, I love it. I love the idea of, you know what? We're the worst franchise in all of sports from a standpoint of postseason play once the Kings get in in the NBA. Mm-hmm. We have the longest drought. Right? We have more losing seasons than playoff seasons. Let's go for it. Um, here's the thing about the deal with the devil thing. Okay. Do you remember the little mermaid? Remember the little mermaid? Disney movie? Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a remake. Okay. So if you remember the little mermaid, right? So she sold her soul to Ursula so she'd get legs, but she lost her voice in the meantime. Right. And then so she couldn't talk to the guy that she wanted ultimately to meet. The whole thing was. So my, my point is simply this. Everybody says, Oh, we'd sell our soul for the Super Bowl. But 
two parts. One, selling your soul, there is in fact a price. And two, what happens if you don't win the Super Bowl? Like even the Rams, as great as that was for the Rams to win another Super Bowl. And and look, everybody got paid. Les Snead got a new got a new deal. Um, you know, Matt Stafford got a new deal. Aaron Donald got a new deal. Sean McVay got a new deal. All that stuff, but like they're bad and they're not going to be good. So the one thing I would caution, and they actually won the Super Bowl. Imagine if you don't win it. You know what that feels like when you put. I mean, like look at Brooklyn, who twice has gone for it in the NBA with trying to get these big threes. And they've struck out and, you know, then it becomes just some wasteland for years. It is a buyer beware. And the thing about selling your soul is there's some fine print and it is not going to be fun because the devil always gets his. There's also the devil went down to Georgia, but that's completely different. That's what the Fox says. What does the Fox say? Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Who's annoying or what's annoying Jason Stewart? Let's play. And now, it's your annoying. 
All right, uh, Jason, you're a very easily annoy- annoyed person. Yeah. And Who and I, what's annoying you today? I think we could do an entire podcast on this. Like, we could do I an entire three-hour broadcast on this topic. Sure. Uh, sure. This, this is right up our alley here. Um, Stephen A. Smith went on with Dan Lebetard, and they had this exchange about Stephen A.'s role in what has become modern-day sports television. I hate what you two have done to sports television. You can say that all you want to. I would say, who the hell are you to sit up there and say me and him? What about you? What the hell were you I'm living talking, under a rock, I'm teaching ta- at, at Miami U? You were part of it too. I'm talking. You ain't innocent. I'm talking about all the imitators that you have birthed. Uh, all of the all of the imitators that are all over the place, thinking without the journalism credentials that uh, the the point of all this is to turn it into an argument on television. Well, I would take umbrage of what you're saying in this regard, Dan. Those people who don't have a journalism background, um, who don't exercise uh, journalistic ethics and beyond, how are we responsible for that when our background is based on that? Skip Bayless was a journalist for decades. I was a journalist for decades. We came, we come on television and those ethics are applicable. The fact of the matter is, is that when I take a position, it's the same kind of position I would take right in the column. The difference is instead of writing 800 words and being limited to that space, I get to talk for a few minutes on each subject. And this is what annoys me most about this. Um, Of the many layers to this, the one, the thing that annoys me most is that Stephen A gets defensive in this. Um, We've seen him make mistakes on the air. And I think that a lot of those mistakes that he makes on the air is just pure laziness, not putting in the work, not really putting in the prep, not thinking about what he wants to say. Okay. So don't give me the, I went to journalism school. I was a journalist when we know that you talk out of your ass. Thank you. That that doesn't doesn't excuse that. And and look, look, we can do the same thing with Skip. Okay, I agree that Skip has an incredible and encyclopedic knowledge of certain things that he's covered, like the Dallas Cowboys. Okay, but calling Chris Bosch Chrissy Bosch is bullshit. Like, you don't do that. And by the way, that's not even original. Jim Rome did that 10 years before you did. Right. And we saw what happened. We saw what happened then. And like. God bless Chris Bosch. It didn't go through the table. Like it just, that stuff is, it has nothing to do with journalism. Stop with it hiding behind. I have journalists, a background and other people do not like, no, it doesn't. And I I would agree with you. Like it. And, and, and here's where Stephen A has to, you have to own some of it. ESPN has to own some of it as well. They got him spread, spread out a lot of things, but like, look, dude, you have PAs there. I mean, obviously, famously, was it Hunter Henry, right? They were getting ready for Monday Night Football. Yeah, Derek Johnson and Hunter Henry. Yeah, Yeah, we're not even fucking playing, right? And and you could sit there and go like, well, how could he not? Why would he have to know that when he's doing so many other things? Like, okay, either one, don't comment on it. Or two, if you're going to comment on it, just have a PA write you a note. Because the beauty to where Stephen A is really good like the is in his oration, in his presentation, it's not in the actual substance. Like stop with the fucking journalism thing. Cause journalism is about substance and sources and all this. Like that has not applicable in this at all. Not in that space, not in that space. So uh, I would, I would say where I would, if 
Dan Lebitard ever had me on. My issue with Lebitard is that he is the um, he is the player. He's always been a player apologist. And I, I understand that when he got into it, when he got into this business as a writer in Miami, his perspective was probably and still probably is like, hey, so much of this other stuff that's out there about athletes is from the owner's side and the front office side. I'm giving you from him the realist side, but really it's from the athlete's perspective. Like he really did that. He was the first to openly support um, Ricky Williams when Ricky was smoking weed all the time. You know, he's always been an athlete's apologist. Always. And I don't think that's necessarily healthy. Uh, but back to the actual topic, you're right. We, sh- we should do. Let's do the podcast on it tomorrow on the de-evolution of sports talk. Because there's actually some really good. There are times in which it's really, really good. But, but I'll leave you with this. The fact that it's good and can be really bad and really uncomfortable, honestly, that's exactly what you're looking for because this is supposed to be a snapshot of barbershop talk, of when you're playing cards with the fellas, of guys just talking shit. Some guys know what they're talking about. Some guys don't. And when you don't, you get made fun of. And when you win, you feel like a million bucks. Like, that's real. And not every one of those arguments you'll get to in a barbershop ever comes across coherently. Sometimes they're bizarre and sometimes people don't know the facts and they still want to argue their point, which Stephen A does, which Skip Bayless does, which, by the way, is an awkward place for sports television. All right, that's it for In the Bonus Podcast. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Check you out tomorrow on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.